In this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says fairness is at the heart of a decision to allow local councils to hold citizenship ceremonies on other days than Australia Day. The Administrative Appeals Tribunal abolished and in sport the Australian Grand Prix to remain in Melbourne until at least 2037. G'day from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Peggy Chuck-Mellos. Minister Anthony Albanese has defended the decision to scrap a 2019 restriction forcing local councils to hold citizenship ceremonies on Australia Day. Under the 2019 rule introduced by then Prime Minister Scott Morrison, local councils that refused to comply were stripped of the ability to host citizenship ceremonies throughout the year. The policy was introduced after a number of local councils decided to stop holding citizenship ceremonies on January the 26th, out of respect for the Indigenous Australians who view the date as a day of mourning. Mr Albanese says the new policy will allow more people to take part in ceremonies and rejected suggestions that it's a step towards changing the date of Australia Day. I support Australia Day. The government supports Australia Day. There are no changes here. What shouldn't happen though a uh, new migrant uh, from the United Kingdom has denied the opportunity to become an Australian citizen because of a decision made by a local council. Uh, that, quite frankly, is unfair on individuals and it was punishing individuals. From next year, local councils can choose to hold citizenship ceremonies three days before or three days after January the 26th. A victim of the federal government's robo-debt scheme has broken down into tears as she delivered evidence to the Royal Commission on the impacts of the scheme. The scheme relied on a flawed and automated calculation process to claim debts from welfare recipients. In the four years until 2019, around a billion dollars in debt was claimed from almost 400,000 people, actions which the federal government found were unlawful. Sandra Bevan said she went without food and suffered severe mental health impacts when she was chased for a debt of $2,951 that never really existed and was ultimately wiped. Miss Bevan says the frequent calls she received pushed her to breaking point. I do remember driving home at night just beside myself with worry about this money um, and thinking I could just drive my car into a tree and make it stop. The CEO of Australian oil and gas producer Santos has criticised the federal government's new price cap on gas. Kevin Gallagher says the measure is a Soviet-style policy that shows an overreach by the government. The new laws cap gas at $12 a gigajoule for 12 months, as well as introducing a mandatory code of conduct for the gas industry. Energy Minister Chris Bowen says the remarks from Santos are a shrill response and the federal government stands by its decision. Our job is to act in the national interest, not in the in Santos's or anybody else's, any other com- company's interest, in the national interest to protect Australian industries, to protect Australians. Mr Gallagher has a different job. It's his job to maximise his profits, it's our job to maximise the national interest. That sort of shrill, that sort of shrill commentary is just water off a duck's back. We'll just get on with the job. 
The Australian Federal Police say they have apologised to activist Drew Pavlou for asking him to leave Parliament House last month. The 23-year-old says he was there to meet a senator to discuss what he says is a campaign of harassment and intimidation directed towards him by pro-Beijing activists. In a statement, the AFP says their internal review found there were insufficient reasonable grounds to ask the person to leave and an apology is owed and was issued in person today. The Australian Grand Prix will remain in Melbourne until at least 2037 under a new contract extension that adds two years to a previous agreement. Melbourne hosts the first race of the Formula One season for at least four years between 2023 and 2037. This year's Australian Grand Prix drew a record crowd of around 419,000 people over the course of the weekend. The Victoria government said next year's figures are expected to be even bigger with of the Formula 2 and Formula 3 categories for the first time. In football, Fernando Santos has left his job at Port- as Portugal coach after his team lost to Morocco in the World Cup quarterfinals. The Portuguese suffered a shock 1-0 defeat by Morocco in Qatar on Saturday after Santos started with the country's all-time record goal scorer Cristiano Ronaldo on the substitutes bench. In an emotional video message, Santos said that being Portugal's coach was a dream come true and a life goal that he fulfilled. The Portuguese Football Federation says both parties agreed to terminate the contract contract as it was the right moment to start a new cycle. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. 